I was just upstairs talking to Hannah and Catherine uh-huh. um, about watching a scary movie tonight. Uh-huh. And it got us into a conversation about, uh, we just went down a rabbit hole about movies that we like and quotable movies. And we started talking about The Labyrinth. Okay. And now I literally cannot stop singing the song from The Labyrinth. You know the song from The Labyrinth. No, I haven't seen Labyrinth because the puppets scared me too much. Oh my God. (laughs) You know we really love you. It ain't our place to judge you. Your feelings get about it naturally. There's no point in hiding. So feel free to start confiding. If you need a good friend. You can count on me. You can count on me. You can count on me. Hello, I'm Sequoia Simone. And I'm Kim. And this is Fanatical Fix and Where to Find Them. It's a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast. And before it's a Harry Potter fan fiction podcast, it's a podcast about some announcements. It's a Whomping Willows Stan podcast. <laughs> 112%. Here's the thing. You love Wolfstar. We know that. Mm-hmm. That is factual. You listen there to is it evi- all the time. evidence-based. <laughs> <laughs> you want more Wolfstar? You're going to get more Wolfstar, all right? Wolfstar is going to be on Revisionist History. Fuck yes. What's Revisionist History, Sequoia? Revisionist History is the Whomping Willows new album that is being crowdfunded on Indiegogo right now. That's so fun. The Whomping Willows are such a fun wizard rock band. I just... My actual, actual favorite. Um, yes. So you, you should go support them doing this yes. new album, some re-recordings of old stuff, some new songs. You can get that digital download code for only $10. And you get to support the creation of some awesome wizard rock and a new version of Wolfstar, which we're just, I just, oh. <laughs> you, <laughs> you only have a week left to get in on this shit so you should absolutely do it we are so stoked clearly kim is too stoked to speak (laughs) speaking of things that you have a limited time left to uh participate in you only have today and tomorrow to vote americans if you haven't voted yet do it today or do it tomorrow because those are the only days that are left to do it I can keep it together. Here we go. Please <laughs> vote. Please. For Joe Biden. Please yeah. vote for Joe Biden. And, and fill out all of the rest of your ballot, too. Just please. Yeah. You Local initiatives. Vote. Local people. Please. Your Congress people. Please. Jesus Christ. <laughs> also, check in with your friends and family. Text yeah. them. Call them. Actually, no, call them because there's two days left. Call your family. Call your friends. Be like, hey, you know what I did? I voted. Did you vote? You don't yep. know how to vote? Excellent. Yep. I will help you. I messaged my mom the other day. I was like, mom, you are out of time to mail your ballots back. You need to go drop them off. Have you not dropped your ballot off yet? Mom! <laughs> and then she went and dropped it off. And I was like, good job, mom. Nice. Nice. My mom also dropped her ballot off and my sister dropped her ballot off. Nice. And you should all 
check in with your friends, check in with your family. If yeah. you don't know how to vote, just fucking DM me specifically and I will help you figure out how to vote because this is very, 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 very <laughs> important. <laughs> <laughs> Please. Okay, here we go. We have, we can keep going. I can breathe into can, the rest of this we- episode. <laughs> All right. Additionally, let's talk about some fun stuff. So, yeah. we have a Patreon. We love our Patreon. We love our our lovely totally weird patrons who are amazing and so we want you to join them we want you to join us over there so we're doing a special offer the next 20 people who sign up for patreon at any level our two dollar our four dollar our ten dollar level i will send you a sticker pack because i have been hoarding merch in my room because i'm (laughs) fucking weird you've been Um, hoarding merch and not telling me about it (laughs) weird thing that's the weird part was that i didn't know you had all these stickers and they're really cool wait what stickers are we giving them do we have those yes we do you will get a fanatical fix logo sticker a dreary drawn dramine drinny sticker a mrs weasley's uh famous chili dogs sticker a Forgive me, Canon, for I have shipped sticker and also to top it all off, a holographic all wizards are gay sticker. We have holographic stickers and I didn't know. Like, <laughs> I'm hoarding them. All the merch. <laughs> They're really the cool. So you should hop on this offer because, uh, fuck, I guess this is the only way you're going to be getting these stickers anytime soon. <laughs> Ooh, uh, speaking of cool new merch that we have that we're going to tell everyone about and that I'm not just going to hoard in my room. Because that's um, really we- weird. <laughs> <laughs> we have some new merch coming out. Hell yeah. I designed a hold for the text, please, a new hold for the text, please design that's going on Public. It's already on Public. It's on mm-hmm. Public now. Mm-hmm. You can get it on some stuff. Mm-hmm. A sticker? See, a mug? Yeah. The design is so fun and so cool, and we did decide to put it up on Public, but that's not why you designed it initially. It isn't. I designed it initially because we wanted to find a way to say thank you to our amazing transcription team that is doing this good, good, stupid, hard work. <laughs> um, and so I designed this as an exclusive enamel pin for our transcription team. So anyone on the transcription team that completes two or more transcriptions is going to get this cool enamel pin. You can get it. Anyone can get it on a bunch of different stuff on Public, but the enamel pin is only for our transcription team and you can still email us to join that transcription team but <laughs> you've listened to the podcast it's not it's easy. not we gonna be so easy stupid. to do oh my god <laughs> we talk over each other we mumble we scream in unintelligibly like it just is they're doing not easy. <laughs> a lot of very difficult work, and we are so thankful to them. But if you're interested in make, helping us make the podcast more accessible, please do email us. At fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Okay. And then one our, more. One our, more. Our one, one more merch announcement. And this one. Um, whoo, holy shit, dude. <laughs> oh, my fucking God. This is some... Uh, 
we've been keeping this under wraps for months. Yep. (laughs) We had this really dumb idea months and months and months ago when the author of Willow's Thorn reached out to us and we noticed from their Twitter that they do a lot of really cool art. So we commissioned the author of Willow's Thorn to draw (laughs) Rose Willow Black for us. And they made us this incredible drawing of Rose. She's so so cute. We spent a lot of time staring at it and being like, this is incredible. I don't know what to do with it. This is incredible. What do we do with it? Um, So we decided to make it into a 90s style read bookmark. And that is available for pre-order right now on our website. Hell yeah. I'm so excited we get to talk about that. Uh, uh, I've been, we've been keeping it in for so long. Yep. Whew. Oh. Uh, All right. Before we get into fan fiction, I just do have to do a quick shout out to all the people who have been tweeting at us and DMing us on Instagram and emailing us with their cool local fun facts from do- Finland. <laughs> Look, I and- love the fucking local fun facts, but dude... <laughs> Yo, Finland is shown up in the Twitter verse. And also, we did get an Instagram message from someone that was like, Hi, I'm in the Florida panhandle. And I just like I think we got a crying. we got a tweet from the Florida panhandle too. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's nice to hear from y'all. Great to hear from you. Um, If anyone here is tuning in from Uh uh, Spain Uh or from anywhere in South America, please tweet us. From somewhere near a hillside mountain. (laughs) Do you live near a hillside mountain? Tweet a picture of the hillside mountain to us, please. Stupid. Okay, I think we're I think we're done with the with the bullshit portion of our fan fiction podcast. We might be ready for the fan fiction portion of the fan fiction podcast. All right, let's do this shit. So you sent me the edit of last episode last night, and I think mm-hmm. without that, I wouldn't be able to do this today because I don't didn't remember anything that happened in that. Well, for anyone who might not remember what happened in that, let me give you a really quick I did recap. die. I died. You did die. I mean, here's the thing is like I died too. We finished. Okay, we finished recording that episode. I turned off my computer, uh-huh. turned around. My bed is directly behind me, uh-huh. rolled onto my bed, and I fell asleep. I kid you not, for two and a half days. <laughs> This really took it right the fuck out of me, man. <laughs> oh my gosh. Oh, I think this episode's going to have a little bit of a different energy than that. We're not coming out of this straight from a live stream where I also died. I didn't die during the live stream I did today, so, you know. Oh. Um okay. Give me it's the summary. Time. It's time. All right. So, 
Last time on Touching the Skies, we met Chloe Araya Hartley. She is uh, from a family of squibs, but one day she strums on her guitar and all of a sudden she can produce fire from her <laughs> hands. Uh? She immediately writes a note to Hogwarts, sends it off with her owl calliope, and waits patiently next to the window for a return letter of admittance to Hogwarts, which she will then infiltrate. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, Chloe then sees three mysterious people on broomsticks right outside of her window, decides to put on her headphones and pretend they do not exist. Sequoia. What's she listening to on her headphones? You got to bring it up again because it's so powerful. So much for my happy ending. Says her headphones. <laughs> yes, good. Woo. So then Mad-Eye Moody, Lupin, and Nymphadora Tonks, uh, just Tonks, break into her room and push her off her chair and kidnap her. They make a clone of her, a soulless automaton that will then do God knows what to her family. <laughs> And they leave. Horrifying. <laughs> they fly on broomsticks from whatever, whatever middle America uh -huh. over to England. And when they arrive, um, Death Eaters appear mm -hmm. and they obliterate a hill-sized mountain. And that is where we are. Excellent. Oh, I love this story so much. Okay. Let's get into part two. Yep. Oh, wait. Do you want to do a prediction? No, you got to do a prediction. I do. Yeah. I actually, I'm I'm semi-prepared today. Here we go. Ooh. I'm going to stick with a prediction I made last time that I was like trying to will into the universe to exist. I'm going to predict that she's going to meet Dumbledore and he's going to tell her a prophecy about her in this. All right. Awesome. Good prediction. Good prediction. Yeah. Really, really hoping for that prophecy. <laughs> you did scream about it a lot last time. <laughs> I screamed about um, a lot of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Let's see if there's a prophecy. If you all want to send in one prediction, one prediction uh -huh. to Twitter at Fanatical Fix, hashtag Fanfic Divination, answer our story on Instagram, or uh, if you're a patron, put it in Discord for those house points. Hell yeah. All right. Let's do this. Whew. I'm excited. Part two of chapter one. <laughs> Can you read us Ooh. the chapter title again, actually? Let's get it. Let's, yeah. I need to get back mm -hmm. into this mindset. Chapter one. Amazing discovery. This is who I am. So deal with it. <laughs> oh, my goodness gracious. Whew. All right. Chloe Araya Hartley has arrived in England. Okay. Damn it. They must be after Chloe, said Lupin. What? Cried <laughs> Chloe, but nobody answered back. Lupin shot a blue curse at the group of Death Eaters, knocking one of them off of their brooms. Hmm. To their death. To their to, death. Yeah, I mean, to their death, as yeah, it's implied. <laughs> Into the rubble of the small, uh, the hill-sized mountain. Right, right, right. Um, 
However, one of the Death Eaters fired back with a green curse that made Lupin, Moody, and Tonks split apart in three different directions. I'm I'm wondering, like, how prepared for this Chloe may have been. Like, you know, not only is she coming from a squib family who may not be keeping up on wizarding news so much, she's coming right. from America. Like, how much does America know that Death Eaters are back and... Like, because at this point, yeah, uh, the ministry is still trying to suppress that news mostly, right? Right. So she would have no idea. She may not know what's happening. Yeah, I don't think she does. She does know some stuff. Uh huh. As as we'll see later, she knows a little bit about like Voldemort and the first war and stuff. Uh But I don't think that she's aware of what's happening to her right now. And they did not prepare her for this, like at all. No. She was like, no, why are you being like... so paranoid, Moody? And nobody was like, oh, because there's a, a war actively going on where we're flying you to. We're flying nope. you into a war zone, <laughs> child. No one told her. Nobody told her that. She Yikes. didn't know. <laughs> that checks Ooh. out. Chloe clinging desperately to Moody's broomstick as they did. Moody did a fantastic spiral that made Chloe almost lose her lunch, shooting his curses at the Death Eaters that had to split apart. His technique was supposed to be able to get many Death Eaters at the same time, but all he managed to do was cause two of them to crash. That's still pretty good. What? Yeah. He didn't hit them with with curses. He didn't hit them with curses at all. They just crashed into something else. The trees. The trees. The, the hillside mountains on the... No, the trees on the hillside. The trees on the... Uh, <laughs> hmm. The hillside mountains on the trees? <laughs> Ooh. That meant there were still six left. Chloe mm. shuddered as she did the math in her head. <laughs> She's... Chloe. She couldn't just count them. <laughs> Chloe. Sure. <laughs> sure. She was afraid to think what would happen if they should fall. You'll die. You would die. <laughs> you might bounce if you're lucky, actually. I just imagine her sitting on the sitting on the back of this broomstick, sort of like counting her fingers, being okay, like that's one down. Were, oh, that's okay. two more down. And there was and then is that is that eight or is that six or is that uh, that's too many. What if I fall? <laughs> <laughs> Poor Chloe. All she wa- all she wants is to be the next magical number one pop star in the world. It's right. How is this? Poor this Chloe. This is not helping. Yeah. You can't be the number one pop star when you're dead. <laughs> or <laughs> could you? For some reason, she could feel a bubbly, burning feeling in the pits of her stomach. That's uh, was- nausea. <laughs> A little heartburn again. Uh-oh. <laughs> Damn that acid reflux. She did just say that the fl- Moody's flying is making her sick. Like, Right. This isn't. Yeah, that would check out. Yeah. She's going to vomit all over the Death Eaters. <laughs> Gross. <laughs> no, thank you. It was such a familiar feeling. But her fear stopped her from putting what? two and two together. She. 
she couldn't figure out what was going on because she's too scared and she's trying to count the death eaters the burning sensation in her stomach is a familiar feeling and she can't connect it to anything is that what the story just said yes we've all been we've all been car sick before probably (laughs) (laughs) that's the way her magic feels isn't it her magic feels like nausea Hmm. Hmm. <laughs> or is she a dragon and the and the burning feeling in her stomach is her about to breathe fire? I don't know. We'll see. No, just tell me. <laughs> Ooh, okay. She only braced herself as Moody did a sort of Ronsky feint with his broomstick maneuvering while shouting curses at the enemy interesting she's like huh she must be a big quidditch that's fan. a weird yeah yeah that's that's a weird bit of knowledge to have yeah it is tonks and lupin were doing the same thing but they weren't having as much luck only two more death eaters crashed below what does she want from them right <laughs> it's like wow you guys really suck at this and there are like five dead death eaters <laughs> What? There's really, really high standards. There were only man. 10 of them, right? They've killed half yeah. of them. <laughs> what? Just like not good enough. <laughs> wow, not having much luck over there, are you? <laughs> Whew. But Tonks had taken a curse to the right arm, which was now green and covered in moss. And Lupin had lost his hat. <laughs> equivalent. I think those are equivalent problems. <laughs> we killed five Death Eaters, but Lupin we lost, lost his, his hat. hat. <laughs> <laughs> R.I.P. Lupin's hat. <laughs> Uh, 1996 to 2005. <laughs> no. Come on, Lupin. 1972. <laughs> <laughs> Woo. Oh. Lupin had managed to physically knock one of the Death Eaters off their broom hmm. and smiled with satisfaction while breathing heavily, sweat pouring down his face. <sighs> He's doing How- so well. He is. He's doing a great job. And she keeps being like, well, you killed two, but could have killed more. <laughs> well, you're, you're, you knocked that one off their broom, but you are sweating a lot. <laughs> she was not ready for this. <laughs> not even a little bit. However, he did not notice another Death Eater come up from behind him. Neither did Tonks as she fought off more Death Eaters a few feet away. Oh, no. As the Death Eater behind Lupin raised his wand and prepared to curse him, Chloe couldn't stand it anymore. Good. Do anything. No! (laughs) (laughs) Awesome. She screamed and suddenly fire burst from her hands and enveloped the Death Eater. Holy shit. That's the kind of shit she's looking for, okay? She's not looking for any of this crashing into trees or Ronsky faint or whatever. Light their asses on fire. (laughs) Light them up. You can do magic. (laughs) 
Why are you wrestling with them, Lupin? <laughs> I imagine if you shoot fire out of your hands, you probably get pretty sweaty as well, though. Yeah. He screamed in anguish and fell to the ground below. Horrifying. I like it. <laughs> but Chloe didn't stop there. Oh, God. Filled with fear and anger, she let loose another stream of fire and got rid of the rest of them. Oh, my God. Results. Yeah. We're looking for results. (laughs) When it was all over, Chloe panted heavily, looking at her hands, which were sizzling with smoke rising from them. She just killed, like, five people. (laughs) (laughs) Holy shit. Yeah, she definitely wasn't prepared for that. Yeah. Oh. How are you supposed to become the next big pop star with that body trail? <laughs> oh my goodness. The story's doing a pretty good job of like showing how scared and confused she is, I think. It is, yeah. Like she's she seems pretty emotionally unprepared for this. Yeah, because no one bothered to tell her what right. was going on. Yeah. No, I think the story's doing a pretty good <laughs> Although now she's a she's a cold killing machine, so I don't know. <laughs> There didn't seem to be any harm to her hands at all. I'm feeling like, I'm feeling more, I'm leaning more towards my theory from last time that she is not a witch and she is an X-Man. Yeah, I mean, I think that checks out We've only seen her do one thing so far and that's shoot fire. Yeah, it's not a spell per se. So maybe she can get exhausted and use it up. Yeah. (laughs) When she looked up, she saw Lupin, Tonks and Moody staring at her with strange looks on their faces. Yep. So that's why Dumbledore wanted to talk to you, said Tonks, awestruck. You're wizards. You can also make fire. Yeah, you can make big fire. Yep. You could do a big fire spell. Yep. Big fire shooting spell. Yep. You act like you've never seen a fire spell before. Yep. There was another bout of silence before Chloe Chloe finally spoke up, her voice croaking slightly. What (laughs) am I? I'm not a normal witch. Am I? How would you know? There's no way. Well, I guess they are (laughs) acting all freaked the fuck out. (laughs) She's a wandless magic using elementalist, isn't she? I don't know, dude. Just like the Ethan sisters. <laughs> she can't warp or mind read, though. So, I mean. No. Yeah. Hermione still no, got she that does on have her. the one power. Yep. It's just the one power. She's a firebender. <laughs> Avatar crossover. <laughs> Refuse early, though. Oh, she is. Blameo, Hotman. What? <laughs> I'm making too many references. You, I mean, is there such a thing as too many references? Yes. Is there such a thing as listening I got some too feedback many songs that, um, in one episode? That my crossover episode, a lot of people were like, I don't know what Pokemon is, so I didn't realize what you were doing. 
Uh, looking back, See? I did realize that uh, if it didn't say Pokemon. Not at one point. I just realized what was happening. I don't think either of us said Pokemon for a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh, well. Stupid. We all make references sometimes. <laughs> when nobody answered right away, Chloe thought she was going to burst. Luckily, Moody piped in. Let's just get you the headquarters first. Then afterwards, everything will be explained. Uh-huh. The rest of the journey was a silent one, with Chloe wondering just exactly what was going to happen to her after what she had done. Yeah, you murdered a lot of people. <laughs> I guess it was self-defense, but still. Yeah, you did. Got away on a 14-year-old. <laughs> Although she had done magic before, it was never of this magnitude. The fear and fury in her heart. She never thought her magic could come from such a dark place. Oh no. She gonna go to the dark, dark side. side. That has such big dark side energy. Yeah, you know, fear <laughs> leads to anger. Anger leads, leads to, to hatred. Hatred leads to setting five people on fire. <laughs> That's a Star Wars reference, dude. I'm having a fucking problem today. (laughs) (laughs) Finally, they arrived at an old house. They were met with a rush of teenagers, most of them (laughs) red-haired, running towards them. You're back. We were so worried, said one girl with long, frizzy brown hair. Did you bring us back anything? Said two tall red-haired boys at the same Where's time. Where's our present? What? Yeah. That's <laughs> weird. You went to America and you didn't bring me back a fucking present? <laughs> How dare you? <laughs> Fred and George bring are really anything. close with Mad-Eye Moody and they really expected. Oh. They really expected him to bring something back for them. Sure. Because they're so close. Uh Uh-huh, said the two tall, red-haired boys at the same time, completely identical in every way. (laughs) Yes, we did, said Lupin proudly. I'm waiting for when we figure out which one of them she thinks is hot. Which one of the... No, which one of these teenagers that has approached her, mm. she's going to find one of them hot, and it's going to be very obvious. It's not Hermione, Fred, or George. So Okay. What do you got any guesses? running out of options. It's probably going to be Harry. Yeah. I, I feel like self-inserts often will either go Harry or Draco. Yeah, and Draco's clearly not here. Yep. Unless. Unless? <laughs> We have successfully delivered our package. All we have to do now is take her to Dumbledore. The present. It's is a she, present. It's not for Fred George. Present? It's for Dumbledore. Is she a present, a package, or a person? Oh, <laughs> Moody. <laughs> All we have to do now is take her to Dumbledore. Her. They all yelled in unison. they just totally did not even notice this whole other fourth human being with them at all weird her 
egg. <laughs> We're going to keep doing it. <laughs> it's another one. There's another one. Chloe could feel her cheeks reddening. Yep, that's right, kiddos. Meet, uh, what was your name again? Whispered Yikes. Tonks. <laughs> Chloe? Chloe started faint timidly. Then, remembering her own strength and confidence, <laughs> she said with force, My name is Chloe Araya Hartley from America. <laughs> Chloe, you are doing your thing, and I'm so proud of you. <laughs> like, I'm not right, scared. Girl. I can do this. <sighs> I didn't just slaughter a bunch chest. of people. My name's Chloe. My name? Is Chloe Uriah Hartley from America? Okay. Wow, cool, said another red haired boy. An American, huh? You must be pretty special for the order to come after you like this. Chloe blushed and said, yeah. I am very special. <laughs> Did you I'm know the next big pop star. I'm going to be bigger than Avril Lavigne. <laughs> I like her so much. Chloe blushed and said, yeah. But inside, she was thinking with excitement, I'm going to be the next big thing. I can feel it. So you'd better remember that name. <laughs> Chloe is so powerful. <laughs> I wish I could have, like, any part of that self-confidence. Holy right? shit. Ugh. Good for her. Right? I just want to absorb that energy. Yeah. That big Chloe Araya Hardily energy. I'm Let it infuse me. next big thing. I'm from America. My name is Sequoia Sabone from America. <laughs> I think I need a cooler name. Maybe that'll help. <laughs> a cooler name? Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to workshop that later. Okay. <laughs> Try some out next yeah. time maybe. You could put you could put your name in the in the name in the nickname generator. <laughs> <laughs> See what that pops out, huh? Suddenly, a black-haired boy with glasses came down the stairs. Mm -hmm. I I imagine he's like slowly descending the stairs. Um, Why? Like a like, like a, a like a princess? Yeah, would enter the ball. Oh. It's just like he had not been with the rush of teenagers that surrounded them when they came in. Because he's really sad. Yeah. Oh no, this is post book five, Harry. Oh, oh, Harry. <laughs> He walked slowly down the stairs, eyeing her intensely with his green eyes. Oh, intense game. He is. He's walking slowly down the stairs. He's sauntering. Occasionally, he pauses, poses, and continues hmm. down the stairs. He's staring Who into her eyes. Who the fuck is Harry today? <laughs> this is weird, and I like it. <laughs> then he walked up to her and shook her hand. I'm Harry Potter. <laughs> the chosen one. Nice to meet you. Yeah. He just, it took him You're... like 20 minutes to walk down the stairs. 
sorry, these guys can't seem to do anything except surround you like they've never seen a foreigner before. I suppose it's been hard for them, though, being cooped up in the house like this. <laughs> no, really. What is Harry doing? I don't know, man. Who is he? <laughs> what is this thing he's doing? I'm concerned no. for the boy. I'm Harry Potter. I'm so sorry about all these. These, these people. Peasants. They don't. They don't see. They don't get out much. They don't meet they don't, many people. They don't get out much. What the fuck, man? <laughs> Ron's going to be like, what? <laughs> the girl's heart did a thousand flip-flops when she met Yeah, it did. <laughs> yeah, it did. One thousand flip-flops. <sighs> oh, You know what good. we never see? What? We never get an OC who's super powerful who goes for Hermione or Ron, you know? Yeah. Where's that? Where is that? All these prophesied super powerful OCs always go for Harry. Weird. Yeah. Why is that? I can't imagine. Yeah, it's not like he's the main character or anything. What? 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 <laughs> when she was met with the boy's handsome beauty. I mean... He was gorgeous. His black hair was messy, but in an almost sexy way. And his emerald eyes seemed to bore deep within her own crystal sapphire ones. (sighs) I think we just need to sit with that one for a moment. Do we? Soak it in. Do we? It's not so unusual. It's all pretty typical so far. Well, Harry's being super mega weird. Yeah. Chloe couldn't even open her mouth to respond. Hmm. They were locked in a gaze. Where's where's that where's that self-confidence, Chloe? You're Harry Potter? Nice to meet you, bitch. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're gonna be ten times as famous as Harry Potter. Yeah. Like tomorrow. Yeah. But his emerald eyes are boring deep within her own crystal sapphire ones. Well, she needs to bore deeper. Uh-oh. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> okay, I'm going to move on. <laughs> Probably for the best. <laughs> They were locked in a gaze for what felt like forever when she heard a voice call her from beyond them all. I see our guest of honor has arrived, said an old voice. It was Dumbledore. The Dumbledore. (laughs) She has not been like really impressed by anyone yet. Harry's hot, but she's not like impressed by who he is. Right. But Dumbledore, the greatest wizard possibly of their era, Mm -hmm. Chloe felt both awed and scared, especially knowing that Dumbledore had sent for her particularly. Yep. However, keeping her head up, she brushed past the crowd to Dumbledore, nodding her head in agreement. (laughs) Yes, sir. My name is Chloe Hartley. I've been told that you wanted to see me. Why, yes, indeed. 
you and I must have a private talk in the kitchen. Therefore, naturally, we will be eavesdropped upon by all these lovely people. You could go somewhere else. Go anywhere else. Use magic. Magic. (laughs) No, he said, looking up. When Chloe turned around, everyone in the room was whistling and looking innocent. (laughs) Looking everywhere but Dumbledore and Chloe. Huh? What? Even Harry? <laughs> Me? No. Harry is posing. Harry's posing? Yeah. <laughs> Moodily. Moodily. He's sort of looking at the ground, but looking at her, but looking at the ground. Yeah. Nothing to see here. What? Us? Me? Never. However, that is Okay. Perhaps this is something we should all know about. But you're going to do it in private in the kitchen anyway? What? Yes. What is happening? No, he's good. they're still going to do it in private in the kitchen, but it's not in private because they're just going to let everyone eavesdrop instead of just letting everyone be in the room and maybe they're all in one room together. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> With that, he and Chloe walked inside of the room. He took a seat in one of the chairs and motioned Chloe to do the same, which she did. Finally, Chloe had to say something. So, what's this all about? said Chloe. Why have you called me? Dumbledore gazed at Chloe for a moment, as though contemplating whether he should actually tell her what he has known for some time now. Uh Uh-huh. When he finally sighed and began his tale. Uh My child, a few years ago, there was a war. It Uh was started by an evil man named Voldemort, who wanted to destroy the world with his evil ideals. We fought against him. However, in the end, it was an infant who brought him down. The boy Uh you have already met. His name is Harry Potter. Uh. Harry Potter, Chloe repeated and gasped. (laughs) Did Harry not introduce himself? He did. (laughs) But she was so... He was entranced by his entrance. Yeah. (laughs) He's so hot. She did not hear anything that he said. Wow, 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 wow. Um, it's seeming like she doesn't know what's happening. Well, she seems to know who Harry Potter is. Or is she just impressed by the story Dumbledore just told her? Well, no, because next it says she has Chloe repeated and gasped. And then that boy with the black hair was Harry Potter. She had no idea. Because she wasn't listening when he was talking. Right. Um... But she knows who Harry Potter is. She knows, presumably, then this story that he's telling her. Okay. So I she, don't know. It kind of... a little bit. It, it kind of seems like she might not know what's happening. I think she knows a little bit of what's happening, but not enough okay. to really put all the pieces together. Sure, two but and she two. is still supremely confident. <laughs> It was prophesied by a woman named Sybil Trelawney 
that mm. only one would be able to defeat Lord Voldemort. Mm-hmm. She was quite clear about it. Mm-hmm. And either must die at the hand of the other, for neither can live while the other survives. Those were her exact words. It's weird that Dumbledore's okay with everyone eavesdropping on this conversation. <laughs> yeah, he's he's been real tight-lipped he's about, yeah, about the prophecy. About everything. Yep. Yep. Till right now. Okay. Right now is fine. We're going to tell everyone now. Okay. Chloe shivered as she heard those ominous words, which seemed to resonate within her very soul. Okay. However. How are they going to fit Chloe into the prophecy? I'm really interested. Mm -hmm. Because it seems like they're going to try to make this work with the prophecy from canon, which... Seems like it won't, so please continue. (laughs) We'll see. However, however, Dumbledore continued, there was another part of the prophecy which I did not hear. What? I just now heard it while visiting the Department of Mysteries, which houses prophecy among prophecy. What? I will now reiterate it to you in its entirety. What? Okay, no, wait, uh, what? Uh, what? Why didn't Dumbledore hear the second part of this prophecy? He was standing there. Um. Did did Trelawney make it on a different day? And she was like, part two of the last <laughs> prophecy. Here we go. <laughs> um, I, I Sure. Or maybe he was like, wow. Oh, that's man. That's a lot to take in. That's, I'm I got like, to go. Huh. I got to huh. go. Oh, wait. Or did... Were they interrupted? No. S- Snape just heard the first part. Well, I don't know what happens in the books. Um, What? <laughs> yes. The one with the power to vanquish the Dark Lord approaches. However, the one the, with the power to aid him in his quest... Also approaches. Fuck. (laughs) Oh, fuck you. (laughs) She will be born as the fourth sun sets and will have a power neither the Dark Lord nor the One knows of. Fuck you. (laughs) The fire of her power will burn brightly. Uh-huh. And she will save the one from the darkness. Uh-huh. It is then that the one will be able to save the world from the Dark Lord. Uh-huh. There's your prophecy. I got it. You got it. They're... <laughs> they tried. <laughs> What, you wanted a wholly different prophecy? Yeah, I was like, I was kind of hoping for like, JK on that last prophecy. Here we go. Here's a new one. <laughs> Chloe's even better than Harry. <laughs> Not, oh, she's going to help Harry. She's going to help him. Help him out. She's gonna Harry help does him. need help. You know what? He does need Harry help. does need help. Someone help that Especially boy. Especially today. What is Harry doing? <laughs> Me? He's, he's acting weird. Harry Potter. It does maybe seem like he needs some help. He always needs some help. All right. She's going to save him from the darkness so he can fight the darkness. 
with her fire. I was born in the dark. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> Woo! Yikes! We're on one today. It's a bad one to be on. <laughs> it's nothing. You see, my young one, they were speaking of you. You are the one, one who will aid. Yeah, yeah. It's this very big. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> you will aid young Harry Potter in his quest to defeat. The evil Lord Voldemort. Mm -hmm. When Dumbledore finished, Chloe just stared and blinked. He's blinking a lot. A lot of blinking. Yeah, it's a lot to process. He wasn't serious. (laughs) She wasn't this. No. No, she couldn't have been. She's just normal Chloe. Sure, she had some freaky powers, but uh-huh. now she was instrumental in the ultimate battle between good and evil? Yeah, all Chloe wanted was to be the next big pop culture icon. This is a lot to ask for. Exactly. From her. She just wanted to play her guitar yeah. and do like like stage pyrotechnics, but do them herself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um and write the greatest album of all time. Exactly. Even greater than the greatest Avril Lavigne. Sure. But now she is instrumental to the war now between she's got to do evil. all this work and <laughs> stuff. <laughs> Boring. A familiar fear began to settle deep within her. She almost began to tremble as Dumbledore practically stared her down, expecting her to salute Give her pledge of allegiance. <laughs> However, she She's couldn't. Very American. Yeah, <laughs> pledge of allegiance. <sighs> pledge allegiance to Dumbledore. <laughs> Stupid. I'm sorry. <laughs> However, she couldn't help but think about just how little sense this was all making. Suddenly. Yeah. However, she remembered the eyes of that young boy, Harry Potter. <laughs> and then she was like, you know what? I'm in. I'm, I'm in. fucking in. I'm into it. Let's go. <laughs> Silly. He was the one. He was the one who had to save the world from Voldemort. All she had to do was protect him. Imagine how scared he must feel with all that burden already put on him. Did she even have any right to complain? As she remembered the boy's beautiful emerald eyes, she came to the realization that he didn't deserve all the responsibility that was being thrust upon him. If she had the power to help him, then, damn it, she'd help him. (laughs) Oh my god, are you okay? (laughs) It's just so silly. I'm sorry. It's very silly. She comes in here with that energy, like, I'm Chloe Araya Hartley. I'm the best. I'm going to be the next big pop sensation. I'm not scared of anything. Mm -hmm. And she's like, maybe, 
maybe I could help him, I guess. He does he does kind of seem like he might need help. Yeah. He just I seemed... mean, I'm not sure that I'm really the one to do it, but I'm going to try, I guess. He, has, he seems like really hot and a little pathetic. Also, the stars twinkle just for me. <laughs> but I'm not sure that I'm really the chosen one to help the chosen one. But the stars do twinkle just for me. <laughs> Gotta get that on record. Oh get that my in writing. Gosh, she's so funny. Swallowing her fear, Chloe stood up and saluted Dumbledore with spunk. <laughs> Smiling and nodding. Smiling oh. and nodding and saluting. Saluting. And <laughs> jumping around. She's got spunk. Salute, 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 salute. Ooh, double salute. Uh-oh. <laughs> now I'm just dabbing. <laughs> that was a good visual bit. Woo. Dumbledore, sir, I accept your prophecy and your mission. <laughs> I'll do what I can to help Harry Potter in his quest. I accept your prophecy. What does that mean? Uh, to, sir, I accept your prophecy. <laughs> Just, uh, can you do one thing for me? Mm-hmm. What? You'll let me go into Hogwarts, right? In Harry's year? I believe that was the plan. Yes. <laughs> Gotta infiltrate Hogwarts. It's, it's still will you let me, a will number you let me one infiltrate? priority. <laughs> it is, actually. She's like, I just need one thing. I need a favor. One small favor. He was gonna do that anyway, Chloe. Yeah. Okay, fine. How are you supposed to protect Harry all the time if you're not always with him? Yeah. Chloe almost did a dance right there in the kitchen. Hey, she knew she had to protect Harry and all, and she was totally up for that. But <laughs> while she was at it, she might as well practice and train, too. After all, after the war was over, the world would need its next yes. big pop culture icon. Yes, and it will, that Chloe! would be her. Yes, Chloe. it will! I believe in you. Why put your dreams on hold just because you've got a cataclysmic mission on your hands? <laughs> Why indeed, Chloe? <laughs> and that is, is the, the end. end. Yeah, I figured. It seemed like the end of the chapter there. Mm-hmm. <laughs> we didn't even make it to Diagon Alley. Nope. Earlier when you were like, oh, it's going to end at Diagon Alley, I was like, uh, uh. didn't make it. Not even that far, dude. (laughs) We made it to the prophecy, though. That's pretty good. That is pretty good. This is a little out of order from how this stuff usually goes. You usually only get, like, foreshadowing of a prophecy. Right. And then Diagon Alley, and then it's over. Yes. (sighs) Wow. Chloe's my new hero. (laughs) Yeah, I think I like Chloe more than I like Harry. She's great. What was Harry doing? Harry was doing nothing. Be really weird. He had one super weird line and took 20 minutes to walk down the stairs. <laughs> oh, I this story is just oh, beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah, that was really good. Wonderful. Um, wow. you got a point. Good job. I did. Yeah, I did. Good job. Good job, buddy. 
felt pretty confident about that one. Yeah. That, that yeah. was where the story was going. Yeah. I mean, it was possible that we were going to get diagonally before that, but I, I had a feeling we were going to get there. Yeah. It was definitely going in that direction. Either there was yeah. a prophecy or she. Yeah. It was just yeah. a question of would we get the prophecy or not, mm. I think. Mm. Yeah. And we did. We, we got did. there. We got there. And it was beautiful. Nice work. Nice work, author. Very proud of you. Thank you so much to the listener who sent that in as well. Yeah. Wonderful job. Wonderful job. You you know what we like. <laughs> Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Incredible. Okay. Shall we do a segment? Yeah. Hold for the end, please. This hold for the end, please, comes to us from Amanda and Anthony, a.k.a. Amanthony. Amazing. (laughs) And this is a continuation of the Ethan sisters. Yes. It's very on brand. Yeah, I guess so. (laughs) All right. So Amanthony writes to us. (laughs) Silly. And says that uh, after the events of the Ethan sisters, Harry and Ron show back up in 1996, cursed child style, to see how the world is different. Ron is now the son of Sirius, Remus, and Rose for reasons. (laughs) That's very powerful. I'm sorry. (laughs) (laughs) That's really good. That's very good. Um, Harry's parents are still alive, and they have the Ethan powers of porting, mind probing, shape shifting, mm. and being storm elementals. Oh yeah, man! I love oh, the Ethan yeah. sisters. Yeah, Harry has no scar, but gets an awesome lightning tattoo on his face. Oh. <laughs> 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 Lily is the fabulous minister of magic after the Ethan sisters were forced to overthrow the ministry following a Death Eater resurgence. Oh, fuck yeah. Hell yeah. The ministry was far too lax on Voldemort's followers, and when they inevitably rose up, the Ethans were quick to slaughter every single living (laughs) Death Eater. (laughs) Holy shit. Wow. Pansy is now the female member of the Golden Trio since Hermione's gone, but she's a plant to betray Harry and Ron for the death of her mother during said resurgence. <gasps> dun, dun, dun. The new Dark Lord in town is none other than Bobaton valedictorian Dudley Dursley. <laughs> His mother what? pet had magic, so why not? <laughs> That's really good, right? (laughs) Really good. I'm sorry. Wow. That got me. (laughs) Dudley returns to the UK to kill his Aunt Lily. Harry is sad for 10 seconds and then goes shopping with his boyfriend, Draco. (laughs) Who was also orphaned and sorted into Gryffindor, again, for reasons. Yeah, that's all you need. Pansy is the Bellatrix to Dudley's Voldemort, and Harry, Draco, and Ronald Ethan Lupin Black. (laughs) Shit, that's really good. Are in a semi-relaxed race to defeat the lovers from hell. Oh my god. Oh my god. (laughs) 
That was, that was, that was, that was so good. Yeah, it's really good. So good. <laughs> I have goosebumps. Thanks to, thanks to Amanthony for writing that for us. <laughs> oh, it's a pretty good end for the Ethan sisters. There could be no better end. <laughs> Ronald, Ethan, Lupin, Black. Oh, that's so good. Whew. Okay. All right. Um, and now it's time now for. Now it's time for. The Wreck Zone. I have got for us today? A, a listener submission yet again. Nice. Um, thanks so much for to Victoria for sending this to me. This is called The Talk. Okay. And it is a background wolf star. Hmm. Front ground Harry Ron. <laughs> Excuse me? Do you, are you sure this was sent to you and not to me? Um, I think it might have been sent to both of us. Oh, well, it, 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 come on. I have a brand. I know. Listeners. I know. But I'm really glad Victoria sent this to me because it's really funny. It's okay, really cool. funny. I'm definitely going to read that. That's awesome. Harry Ron. <laughs> I can't believe you're wrecking a Harry Ron. We've got like a lot of Harry Rons happening <laughs> on our wreck sheet. <laughs> Which is silly considering what a what a stupid oh, pairing that is. We're dumb. It's fine. Let it happen. Oh, thank you so much for sending that to us. <laughs> you can find a link to that story in the description of this episode. You can also find it on our website fanaticalfix.com also on our website you can find our story submission form send us shit like this <laughs> keep up the excellent work you're doing um, a great job also on our website you can find merch we talked a lot about our merch at the top of this episode yeah so go check it out it's on our website there's um some on our website there's some on t public both yep. links are on our website, so go look at that stuff, that good, good news stuff. If you stuff. want to follow us on our social media, because we'll be posting about when that fucking bookmark goes up for sale, you can do that. We're Fanatical Fix on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. If you want uh, to send us any longer thoughts, any hold for the end pleases, your OCs, you want to get the Trick Your Friends 2020 campaign tools, you can email us at fanaticalfix at gmail.com. Hell yeah, you can. If you like this podcast and you want to help us out, there are a few ways you can do that. Drop us a review on Apple Podcasts, Facebook, or anywhere else that will accept a review. <laughs> Trick everyone 2020. Um, tell your friends about the podcast. If you think they'll like the podcast, that's the way that we find listeners the most. And so we really appreciate you helping us reach the downloads moon. Yeah. 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 When you're waiting in line to vote, play this podcast really loudly. Out loud. <laughs> nope, this is a terrible plan. I'm saying it. This is a terrible plan. We want to encourage people to vote, not horrify people away from the voting lines. Don't do that. Forget I said anything. Yikes. You can also find us on Patreon. We talked about Patreon earlier in the episode as well. Our next 20 patrons will get the sticker pack. And there's all sorts of fun things there. We do bonus episodes. We've got a, a poppin' Discord. 
And um, we have that exclusive merch. The Shang Shang pin is particularly good. Um, also, at a couple of our tiers, when you reach six months, we do a shout out in the form of a story summary. So Kim is going to do a story summary for us today, and then we're going to shout out some of our awesome patrons. Hell yeah. After years of trying to get Lily to date him with no noticeable results, other than his friends learning from the increasingly interesting hexes she threw his way, (laughs) James has come up with what he's positive is the perfect plan. He's realized that what the old plans were definitely lacking was that they weren't showy enough and they hadn't made him enough of the center of everyone's attention. All that's going to change this Tuesday at breakfast when he floats down from the ceiling and the Marauders' new hot single, Will You Date Me, parentheses Lily Evans, starts blasting from the jack-o'-lanterns. This will definitely work. He's sure of it. Thank you so much to our patrons, Laura Goodman, Benjamin, John, Chrome, Masha, Milena, Julia, Melissa Fort, Stephanie Pierce, and Jackie Wersall. Your support means so much to us. Thank you very, very much. And thanks also, of course, to the fabulous Whomping Willows for our amazing theme song. It's their song, Wolfstar. Check out Revisionist History on Indie. Go, go.